Hello everyone and welcome back to the Light of the World podcast. And as promised in last week's show, I said I'd talk about the training that you do. Now, the main thing I can tell you is you definitely, like I've it reiterated before, you definitely need good O&M skills. Now, they teach you, of course, going across streets with your dog, you know, at stoplights. They train you to walk without sidewalks in a rural area. You walk in residential areas. You go to a mall or a training center and you walk escalators, elevators, do revolving doors, use stairs, you know, things like that. They might take you to a place where you can just walk. Like the first school I took, they took us to a, basically a nature place, a park type thing. And we just walked where they didn't have to stop, go, stop, go at streetlights. They took you to a place where you could just walk with your dog and just, you know, relax. They still had to guide you around obstacles if there was any in the way. But they didn't have to constantly stop, go, stop, go. They also might take you to, well, they, they will take you on, on the city bus train you on public transportation they will give you an achievement walk most of them some that they have you learn a certain route and then you just go and they do an achievement walk to watch you and your dog walk that particular route so memorization skills are a key those are a must I would I would definitely highly recommend having memorization skills because if you don't, you're in trouble. Especially at Leader, because I heard that they do a lot of memorization there. So, yeah, luckily for me, I have that ability. But if you're not good at memorizing things, even a small little route, because even even the one school that I went to, the first one, I had to memorize a certain route. And <laughs> to this day, you can ask Steve Lesh, he'll tell you, to this day, I remembered it course I forgot the third street but I remembered the the intersection and I couldn't remember the name of the street but I knew there were three and I couldn't remember the other street name but yeah I still remembered that route but the weird thing was you know it, it was just weird because I mean driving it instead of riding, you know, walking it. It was just weird. But, yeah, it was it was really, really weird. It was very, very weird to be walking that and to walk the place, you know, with somebody else and not have my dog with me. It was just weird to go to that nature place and just walk. It was just kind of awkward. But, it was fun though. It was it was still a blast. But you know, those are the things. Those are things you definitely want to know. And those are things you definitely, definitely want to know. And and like I said, another thing: if you have a pet, whether it's a dog, a cat, whatever, even if it's a cat. Clean up poop. Clean up poop. Because you're going to have to learn to do it. 
And if you can't do it, if you're grossed out by even 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 with it being on your hand on a on a because you're not you're not picking it up with your bare hand, of course, but feeling it through a bag. If you're grossed out by picking up a you know turd, uh, you're gonna have problems because you have to clean up after them. So if you're if you're really squeamish about picking up puke or picking up poop, you're not gonna want a guide because you're gonna have to clean up puke. You're gonna have to clean up poop. Trust me, been there, done it. And like I said, it's that's one of the cons if you don't want one. If you if you want a dog, that's one of the cons. You'll have to pick that up. So. Yeah, that's a lot of the training that you'll get when you go with a dog. When you have a dog, that's a lot of the training. It's a lot of walking. And that's another thing. Even if you don't, even if you do some walking, you better be walking a lot more than you do. Because that's a lot of walking. That's another thing I will tell you too. If you're not used to walking a lot, (laughs) you're in for some serious trouble, my friends some serious trouble because if you don't walk a lot you're in serious trouble and you're going to be in some serious pain trust me when I had Kent I was I was in agony because I wasn't used to walking much but with the with the new leader dog I've been doing a lot more stuff with Steve and things like that so I, I I've learned that you know I can walk more so you got to know those basic things and you know some schools they have different programs that you can choose to take depending on where you live and what your needs are so you have to be specific on what your needs are you have to you know that's another thing you got to train yourself that's some self-training there that, that I would recommend you know not only for school but you know you've got to train yourself to be comfortable in talking about your needs because they need to know what you do for a living, what you do for fun, even your your weirdest activities. You know, you gotta like I told told you, I told them I'm an advocate. I told leader dogs for the blind, I'm an advocate. Because they wanted to know that. They wanted to know any information because that'll help the committee, the acceptance committee. So they wanted to know that information. And you might think that's a, a, just a puny little thing that you do, something volunteer work. Well, still, if it's something your dog can walk you to or walk with you to, that'll help you get a dog more, even if you're going and doing volunteer work somewhere. Anything that'll help you. And, you, and, you got, and that's something that's, that's basically, it's not really program training but that's school training in a sense because that's telling the school what your dog will be doing with you so that they can help you to find the right dog and the more information you do give them the better it's going to be so there's self-training in in this thing and there's also you know what you're usually trained for and it's usually about a month for your first one the training is about a month and then some schools, the training is only a couple weeks for your second one. And others, it's still the same amount of training. 
So it just depends on the school again. So some of them, they drop it to two weeks. Others, they keep it the same length of time. And I'm wanting to say leader is the one is one of them that does the same length of time, I believe, which in a way I kind of like that because especially when it's a different dog, that that kind of does make me feel a little more secure, you know. And again, I'm not saying that that would be right for you. You might want to be, you might want a condensed version. I don't know. But, because I, I do think, I do think leader is one that does the full month for even a subsequent. I do believe. And even with a subsequent, let's say you went to leader dogs, even if it's, you get a subsequent they usually last, you know, 10 years at the max, you know, as, as the, as basically the, the, one of the, is usually what they say the max almost is. Sometimes it might be a little bit more, sometimes less, but even with a subsequent, you still have to do the video because they want to see your speed. They want to see all that stuff. So even with that, because they want to see your, your speed changes or whatever, they want to make sure things don't change too much. You know, they still want the video each time, which, like I said, some schools do that, some schools don't. It, everything, application processes are different at schools too. So I will chat with you guys next week on that and explain a little bit of the differences so that you can kind of get a little feel for what's going on there as well. So I will be back soon with another episode.